Hello everyone, this is the Audience Explorer, a podcast for you as a founder or creator who wants to develop an audience for your product or service. I'm Matthias Bohlen. Hello, dear listeners of the Audience Explorer podcast. Here's a new episode. Today, I'm happy to welcome Charles-Olivier de Metz. Hello, Charles-Olivier. Hello, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. I enjoy that. Um, today, we'll have a coaching call about uh, how to develop an audience for Feedback Farm, the product of Charles-Olivier. Um, Charles-Olivier is from Montreal. He's a entrepreneur who also has a day job and I'm first interested to to know about more and know a little more about your background and your current situation what is it that's going on yeah uh, so I'm Charles like you said Charles Oliver uh, I'm from originally I'm from uh, Sherbrooke in uh, in Canada in Quebec City uh, not in Quebec City but in uh, Quebec State ah. and uh, I grew there and since two years ago when COVID started Uh, me and my girlfriend decided to move to Montreal because she wanted to go to university. And for my uh, my day-to-day -day job, like you said, I'm a CTO from the company called Apprentix. And uh, the headquarters were in Montreal. Well, we are still in Montreal. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so basically we decided to move in here because my job was there in the office and all this kind of stuff. So we were... It was before COVID uh, strike, so uh, my plan was to go work at the office, but now I'm still working from my home. <laughs> yeah, you're working <laughs> but, from well, home, yeah. Yeah, and that's what I was doing before coming to Montreal, so that was not a, a big change for me. Mm -hmm. But from more from my uh, technical background, I studied in, uh, in, um, in CEGEP. I don't remember in English what is the name for CEGEP. I think it's college. college. Uh, uh -huh. But yeah, I have graduated in uh, computer science. Okay. So basically, that's my technical background. I started to go to university in computer science too. But after uh, two uh, sessions, I dropped out from university because it was not for me and was kind of, I'm more like a kind of guy that's learning by himself. So it was kind of difficult yeah, for me. Learning like, by just exploring. To stay. Yeah, exactly. So it was kind of difficult for me like just to sit and learn. And like in technology, I think, I don't know if it's relevant to any program or some. Well, I think the issue is worse in the in the technology sector because everything is moving so fast. So what you learn in school is like it was good like five years ago, but yeah, like for that's the right, right now, yeah, we like have a fast kind of, development, really. Yeah, exactly. So it was kind of the call for me, like to I was knowing what was the uh, what what was built on the market, and I was no, there's no way I will do something like that in my day to day job. So I keep. Like I keep, I, I keep thinking about this and it was like, just my motivation was just going down. And one of my friends uh, too, that we were in, in college together, we went to university together and we dropped at the same time. So it was <laughs> okay. kind of, uh, if, uh, <laughs> we were doing the same thing. So it was kind of cool. So after that, uh, when I was in university, I did an internship in a company called Mirego in Quebec. It's a big, um, it's a major company that are building like basically a mobile application. Uh -huh. So it was my first time I was doing like, I, I was responsible, uh, well, I was an intern working on an application for um, for watching TV here in uh, Quebec. So basically, I, I've learned a lot of things during this internship. So 
Yeah, basically that's was <laughs> my experience uh, with the university. And also in 2016, and by the way, I'm 25. So in mm, okay. it was in 2016. I just turned out 25, by the way. Wow, <laughs> it was like one week ago. <laughs> quarter of a century on my, Earth. Wow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah. And so before that, in 2016, sorry, I'm going like between date and it's not in the it's not a chronological order, but in uh, 2016, I went to um, in California for the WWDC uh, 16 from Apple. Ah, yeah. So yeah, and Apple by the way, I'm an Apple fanboy, so <laughs> I was very excited to go. I've submit an application for uh, to be selected as a student. Um, I don't remember student scholarship. I think they go. Mm -hmm. So I was invited there and really enjoy. So just just for the information, my kind of background, like yeah. in the technological sphere and yeah. So yeah, after uh, I'm coming back to when I've done my internship when I was at university, uh, I was also working on my own uh, companies. It was called Factory Twenty Six, and I was specializing with uh, some of my friends in developing mobile application and web uh -huh, platform uh -huh. for. Uh, for, for for people <laughs> and basically uh, it was working well I've got a lot of um, what is the word I've got a lot of contract of uh, work to do for my client mm -hmm. and so it was really it was going really well and one of my projects that I've, um, I was doing that's where I met my current uh, CEO of the company where I'm working right now uh, I'm working at a company called Apprentice Mm -hmm. And we, we met together on a, another project and it's say, hey, do you want to work with me? Blah, blah, blah. He do his, uh, his, um, his, his uh, sales speech. <laughs> and it was really interesting and it's still really interesting in what I'm doing right now in my day-to-day -day job. So, uh, yeah, so since 2019, 2018, by the end of 2018, I might say, uh, I'm working at Apprentice as a CTO, uh, a full-time job before he, they uh, work for so, oh wow so cto yeah. is a demanding job right it fills you in the yeah. entire week yeah exactly so it's really like well it's <laughs> normally i don't say a 40 hour work week job because sometimes it's more sometimes it's not less. Yeah, yeah. basically the minimum is 40 but uh, sometimes on the saturday or in the evening i need to do some stuff because we're still a startup we have been acquired uh, acquired in uh, by another company in Gen uh, in february this year Mm -hmm. So now we are uh, working inside another company. So that's really cool. And uh, yeah, but we're still a startup. So that's why sometimes we need to do some more stuff as a, as they come with this kind of job. So but I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. Interesting. A and about this side project of yours, this is also very yeah. interesting called Feedback Farm. What is it? What are you doing there? Yeah, basically just to go behind why why I started Feedback Farm at first. Yeah. At first is because I was on Twitter and I was looking at all this person like, oh, here's my new project. It's really cool and blah, blah, blah. I'm building an audience and and this kind of, <laughs> of a message that was going through my Twitter feed. I, basically, I was more active on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Like six months ago, I started becoming more active on Twitter and I would read some interesting people to follow. And well, basically, it's, I, I was in the um, inserting the word, but I got cut in the loop. So I was kind of following those kind of people. And it's, like, hey, it's really interesting to have a project that you can like. For me, the, what I've told my friend is I just want to make a project and make $1 online in 2021 just to be like, oh, I've made a project and someone in the world was using it. I was kind of yeah, really yeah. amazing. Like, 
you're selling a product to people you don't know and they're using. So that was my first goal. So I start like I, I said in the Twitter world, Twitter sphere, I might say. Yeah. And getting more engaged with people, following their journey to building their application. So at first, I started building a, an app called GoTo. And it was an app for, it was basically it's the same thing as Bitly, like a URL shortener. Ah, okay. So, and during this, while, while I was building this application, I find, hey, I want to get feedback from user using my app. Because when you're starting a project, like you want to get feedback, for me, it's like the most interesting, not KPI, but the, the, the most relevant thing, uh, thing you can add is user feedback. Because if yeah, you don't like yeah. your product, why are you building or like you need to pivot or well, anyway, you want to get feedback. And so when I was building the, the go-to app, I say, oh, what are the tools uh, currently available to gather feedback? And I found a lot of tools doing, uh, well, not a lot, but some tools were doing what I want to do. Like I want to have a button, get feedback and pop a model and ask for the feedback. Mm -hmm. That's right. the thing I want. And all the tools I find that was suiting my need were like extremely, well, not extremely expensive, but they were expensive. Like for me, 20 bucks is expensive because I'm starting a product and I don't have money to gather feedback for people like the, 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 the other two, like their pricing was not, was not fitting my need. What I want to do, like, yeah, I don't want yeah. to spend like 20 bucks if I get zero feedback for an app that I'm launching, like, I don't have oh, this kind of right. money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't have the money to spend on tool like that. And like, why should I pay for something that's really relevant for me and pay like twenty dollar a month, twenty bucks? So it's kind of mm -hmm. really expensive. Mm -hmm. It was expensive for me. So I say, oh, I should build something like that. So basically, that's why feedback uh, farm exists. So basically, feedback farm is, uh, it's a dashboard where well, you have a widget you can embed into your website. Uh -huh. Currently, I'm working on a more website application, not mobile application. So you just embed the widget or you can import like the core module of Feedback Farm and it allows your user to send feedback to Feedback Farm. So you're on your website, you add a button, uh, button get feedback. When you press the get feedback button, it's open a, a widget. And in the widget, you can type and say, oh, this is a bug, this is a feature, this is a other or like Ah, that. okay. So can I, I can add this, add this, for example, to my SaaS application and collect feedback um, when the people are just in time there when, when they are working with my SaaS app. Exactly, exactly. Okay. And when customers send feedback, the feedback is getting sent to my application feedback farm. Uh -huh. And on the feedback farm uh, application, well, you can log in and you have the dashboard to see what feedback are, so you can filter. Uh, you can reply to user by email if they provide their email into them. It's not in the form, but basically we can have the user identifier so you can reply to them. And there's also a functionality to get a public board, like a public roadmap, if I might ah, say, okay. uh -huh. of the feedback you receive. So basically that's it, that's the tool. And my goal with that was for my own need, I was needing an application like that. So I did, yeah. oh, I just started a new project and basically I'm, always searching for projects. So I say, oh, let's forget about go to application and go on feedback form. <laughs> and so, yeah, so I switched up to this project. And my goal was, like I told my friend at the start of this, I just want to make a dollar this year. 
Oh, and, and what happened then <laughs> after yeah, that I'm one happy. dollar? <laughs> and I'm happy to announce, like on February, uh, on this. Oh, no, it was the night before my birthday. On the morning before my birthday, so uh, like a week ago, I got uh -huh. my first paying customer, five dollar a month. Nice, <laughs> nice. So my $1 is achieved. And uh, this week, I have another customer subscribed for the basic plan too. So I'm now at $10 a month. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's cool. Uh, 10 MRR. So, yeah, exactly, 10 MRR. <laughs> it's like, uh, so yeah, I'm really excited about this because just to have, just to think about like somebody in the world uh, is using what I've done and pay for that's like really interesting and the feedback the feedback about my feedback app and that I got is uh, really interesting people are finding my application like clean and intuitive and the pricing is reasonable and like they were happy customer uh, where they were happy to paying for the apps even if I offer them to give like uh, one of them well basically I offer him a, a lifetime license because I was like searching for uh, an first user to use my app and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, like two three weeks after he started trying uh, using the app he just uh, decide to hey revoke my promo code and i want to pay for it so it's kind of really uh, really cool wow, for me to get a feedback person. yeah cool. yeah exactly so uh, and we're start becoming a friend so <laughs> as of right now we have a, a meeting to do nice. once a week and we're talking about what he's building and what i'm building so it's really interesting so to, to gather that to to listen to that through uh, twitter if i might say yeah, uh, what I really enjoy with the audience on Twitter and why I'm trying to grow my audience is because those kind of reasons, like, I think it's really interesting after that, like, to talk with person doing the same thing as you. Well, not the same thing, but in the same, uh, they're working through the same goal, grow their MR and make money with that and have yeah, fun. Yeah, Basically, yeah. everything I do is to have fun at first. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so on Twitter, like, what I'm trying, uh, what I like about that is there's a place where we can uh, chat about ID and to find other people uh, to try your app, to be customer, to get feedback. So, uh, yeah, that was my, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's your business now. Cool. Yeah. Um, and who are those people? What What do you think would they call themselves? I am a some, someone. What, would they um, say something like that? Do they they would say I'm a, I'm a SaaS funder, SaaS developer, uh -huh, uh, okay. IT. Uh, so basically, they are developer or founder of their application. The two first customers, so I don't have mm -hmm. a lot of, uh, <laughs> I don't have a big uh, customer base. So <laughs> uh, the two, yeah, they are working on their application, and yeah, basically they are SaaS founder or SaaS developer, and that's the people I'm following on Twitter also. Okay, SaaS founders or developers, and or SaaS developers, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they're looking for for ways so that people can give them feedback and they don't pay too much for it let's say exactly ah uh, yeah okay so they are a little price sensitive because they are starting out or they don't have much money yet uh, big with a big exactly. customer base yeah. well i to be honest i didn't didn't have this uh, discussion with them so i don't want to talk for them but i think they were liking the platform and of course the price seems to be like in everyone is looking at the price so i think the price is good for and that's what I've wanted to do with Yeah, because for me, like 20 bucks a month was expensive and $5 was not. So yeah. that's why I cut down the price. So I guess that's the same reason for them, but I should have this discussion with them just to... Yeah, yeah. it would be interesting to ask them whether um, it, it would be um, 
um, it would change the world if you raise the price or if you lower the price. Uh, there's an interesting way to ask that. It's called the the Van Westendorp uh, method. Okay. Uh, it's a, <laughs> a way to ask what would happen if the price, uh, no, what would be the price where you thought that Feedback Farm was expensive, right? So to get an understanding yeah. of what, what they find uh, expensive. Okay, and another so, question okay. is, um, what would you think is the price where you would say, ah, feedback form, is that quality at all, right? If you are too low with the price. Okay. So you ask the poor for the higher price, for the lower price. And there, are, I think there are two more questions that I've forgotten. Okay. Uh, but it's an interesting yeah. interview technique, the Van Vesten yeah. method. I'm going to take note of this, right? Yeah, basically, so you can have like, what is the because for me, like 20 bucks is expensive, but maybe it's yeah. not the same for everyone, I guess. Yeah, okay. right. Maybe some people would say, yeah, 99 bucks, that would be really expensive. But I don't know what, what people would say. Okay, oh, that's an interesting question to, to ask them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, the other way is it's also true. Um, if you say it's one dollar a month, maybe people would think, oh, this is not hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's so, a cheap uh, app or <laughs> yeah, cheap app. Yeah. And otherwise, um, these SaaS founders, uh, what do you think if, if you imagine their desk, their desktop? What do you see? What do you have? Uh, what, what do you think do they have on their desktops? What kind of tools or books or what, what do they have there? Okay, like basically what they have on their desk. Oh, that's, that's a very good question. Well, I think they have a computer. I'm pretty sure they have a computer. Computer? Okay. <laughs> I guess they have. Um, like more in the term of book, I, I think like for me, if you ask me the question, well, I, I don't have this physically in my book, but as you can see behind me, well, it's about yeah, the lead startup. I can see the lead yeah, startup. Exactly. So <laughs> if I'm using this uh, this book, I think they will have. I think they will have uh, the lean startup, of course, from mm -hmm. uh, Eric Rice. Rees, and yeah, like I said, Rees, I'm a, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and after that, I think, uh, well, I have some more technical book about prediction machine, more about machine learning mm -hmm. and this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, other than that, making things happen. Uh, it's a book that I'm reading right now. I did not uh, finish the book, but uh, yeah, it's about, it's more about project management. So it's kind okay. of interesting to have like this kind of um, background. And also <laughs> I'm going back, but also what I was doing uh, last year, uh, I start a um, certification into project management and um, and law and not, uh, how do you say it? I don't know in English the word uh, droit, uh, uh, but it's yeah, more about law. the law. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, the law. Yeah, yeah. the law. Yeah. So yeah. I start a certification. It's like uh, fifteen credit, if I'm right, here in Canada. So I'm not sure it's the, it's the same thing everywhere. But yeah, that's another thing for my background. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, other than that, I also have the book by Dale Carnegie, uh, How to Win Friends and Influence uh, People. A classic one. And yeah, yeah so I'm pretty sure uh, some of people I'm talking to have those kind of books. Uh, but for me, that's it. And other than that, I have the book uh, Remote. It's about, uh, I don't remember, it's uh, yeah, Jason Tribe from uh, Ah, yeah, the Basecamp people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I'm really interested in those kind of books. Like also, uh, the other book, I forgot the name, but it's about Netflix uh, culture. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. I forgot the name. It was really interesting, but I don't know the name. So that's the book I have. So if I transpose myself to the people I'm talking to, 
I guess they have those kind of book, like book about uh, strength and influence and this kind of stuff. Yeah, and also yeah. the, they are in the startup world. So I guess like the lean startup is not, uh, I, I think it's a good choice for them to have. So that's going to be my pick. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's the book I think they have. That's interesting. The reason why I'm asking you is is because um, I, I want to know something about um, the nature of their thinking. So, for example, if you're interested to find more of them, to find more of, of that audience, these SaaS founders, um, you could, for example, explore um, the following of the authors who wrote those books. For example, Jason Fried, okay. he um, uh, wrote this book uh, together with his... With his uh, friends i think uh, this remote book in the meantime he has written more and for example if you look at the followers on twitter of jason freed uh, they will likely be people who admire him so um, and these would also be the people that would maybe you're interested in to have as an audience um, okay. when you mention project management for example um, basecamp is a project management tool so this would also match um, maybe uh, SaaS founders would also follow basecamp um, so it would be an idea if you want to have more audience, um, just explore the followers of these two, Jason Fried and um, and Basecamp. So these could be two ideas. And what is the best way to to reach those people? Is like to DM them? Is to retweet and tag Jason Fried? What are what are the suggestions you have for to to be able to talk with them? Yeah, and um, the, normally I start with simply replying to their tweets, um, adding some value. I, I look, for example, when uh, when someone with a big audience is talking about a subject where I I am interested in, and I can maybe add some value to the con conversation. Um, I simply reply, and the other people who are uh, members of his or her audience. Um, are seeing that and then they say hey, who is this Matthias from get the audience let's click on their profile and they come to my profile on Twitter and see oh I'm building a SaaS for audience development okay I'm tweeting about audience development so maybe they they stay and have a look mm -hmm. um, so that's the easiest thing simply reply and afterwards if you had some con nice conversation you can DM them and say hey I recently we had this good con conversation um, I'd like to contact you directly talking about this or that and maybe you get into a conversation where you can offer a feedback farm later or ask for feedback on feedback farm <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good trace <laughs> so yeah so um, the desktop could be one thing and the desktop on the computer as well so what do you think would they yeah, have on the true. computer uh, also kind of tools kind of software that they are using well, if I'm looking at mine, because it's easier for me, well, it's really dependent. For me, I'm a developer at first. So mm -hmm. I'm an entrepreneur other than that, but at first I'm doing my own project. So I'm yeah. going to speak for that because people doing marketing, I'm pretty sure they will not have the same thing as me. Yeah. But well, I'm sure they have a browser. <laughs> it should okay. be Web Chrome. Browser. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they should have their calendar too, because we have a lot of meetings, scheduling stuff. So I'm pretty sure they use a calendar app. Uh, for my for me i'm using the default apple calendar app so yeah well they are they are having calendar to track their their, their things to get done uh, a note app because you need to take note mm -hmm. yeah uh, i made uh, uh, pardon me an email client to get mm -hmm. email. 
Uh, after that, if they're more on the developer side, I'm pretty sure they are. Well, it's really fun also with our mobile app developer or web developer, but uh, for web developer, I'm pretty sure they have something like VS Code, uh, the editor to, mm -hmm. to make their application. Mm -hmm. They have probably a client to, um, to um, connect to their database to see data, a terminal to launch their app. And yeah, basically like the, the, the tool they are using at most, like really like the developer tool they're using. And after that, I, well, I can categorize them like the developer app and mm -hmm. the productivity section, if I might say. Like oh, yes, the productivity browser, tools, yeah. yeah. Exactly. So basically, that's it. Other than that, like more in the productivity uh, space, if I might say. And mm -hmm. um, I'm pretty sure they have like some tools together, like to create cool screenshots from their application because they are doing a product. And if they are active on Twitter, they want to have something to share. So I'm pretty yeah. sure they have some tools to gather clean, uh, clean feedback on my side, uh, clean feedback, <laughs> clean uh, screen capture. So on my side, I'm using CleanShot X and allow me to create like super easy, like uh, clean, uh, clean uh, screenshot. Not waste anything to see uh -huh. feedback. <laughs> Interesting and, idea, a screenshot tool. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So for me, it's something that um, I pay a uh, happy customer of screen screenshot X, a little ad. <laughs> <laughs> Their tool is really, uh, really powerful and really clean. It's like if you take a, a, a screenshot of something on screen and you have the background behind to automatically like hide the folder the file and all this kind of stuff so it's really uh, oh it's really clean cool. shot x yeah it's the same one yeah. that i have oh interesting oh, yeah yeah, yeah. I, at first i just understood screenshot x no I, it's okay, clean yeah, shot x. yeah sure <laughs> yeah. and it's really powerful i think yeah uh, other than that other two well maybe a password manager one password last pass a bit bit garden or this kind of stuff yeah one and password also yeah and so this would be a, oh sorry <laughs> this this would be a, a different idea to to explore the tool landscape um typical totally. development tools productivity tools calendar tools for example i'm a yeah. user of savical this uh, uh because i i i'm podcast recording and savical is very good for agreeing on a date and time yeah, for a, uh, for a podcast so um this could be an idea exploring the tool landscape on their computers uh, imagining then that and then trying to get to find those tools on Twitter, look at the followers, who's following them, like okay. CleanShotX, for example, again, and um, who might be using the, the word entrepreneur or the, the word founder or entrepreneurship or something like that. And then if you intersect those two audiences, you might find your audience to say, OK, I'm looking for software developers who are also talking about entrepreneurship or about Lean yeah. Startup. Uh, or about Eric Ries and so on. So intersecting all these audiences could help you find more of your uh, SaaS founder audience. Okay. And do you have any tool to suggest like to, maybe I'm too early in this with this question, but do you have any tool like to track this kind of uh, information or are you basically using the Twitter web app and doing this kind of uh, search on there? In, in the beginning, I, I simply used Twitter advanced search Okay. Um, when you search something, you, there's another button that says enter advanced search and there yeah. you can say, okay, I want to uh, I want to search for tweets mentioning that person and having more than 20 retweets or more 20, more than 20 okay. likes and uh, using these or those keywords. 
And after a while, I got a little uh, frustrated because this is all hand, uh, this is all yeah. manual uh, <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah. And then I created Get the Audience, of course, my own SaaS that uh, does the query for me. It runs every night, every 24 hours and delivers new tweets to me uh, next morning in an email that says, uh, hey, you have gotten new, uh, um, uh, new findings here, uh, mm -hmm. new hits. Yeah. Okay. But I, I, I was more thinking because yeah, get the urgent traffic. I'm trying. It's really amazing. But uh, I'm talking more about like to to talk with people. Are you using directly the Twitter app, or you are like mostly using other thing? Or ah, yeah, I'm uh, I'm using the the Twitter web app. Or uh, um, for some time, I was uh, really using TweetDeck a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah because TweetDeck allows me to see in real time all these uh, developments going on on Twitter. And also um, the, the query facilities of TweetDeck are, are pretty strong. Okay. So yeah, I went uh, out to, to contact them either by normal reply or by DM. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to have a look at TweetDeck because I think like you said, you can have like multiple column and see uh, everything happen in the, the real time. Yeah. Formatic. So it's going to be interesting to like to well, it's, I'm asking you another question. Yeah, sure, <laughs> why not? Do you have any advice about, do you need to be the first to reply to a tweet or you're more, it's more, um, how can I say that? It's you're better to take time to reply with a good reply or you need to be the first to reply. Mm. Gather. Both are valid strategies. For example, when it's really a big account I'm replying to, uh, then it's good to have one initial idea and be fast. Okay. Um, and maybe in the third or fourth tweet, I can um, I can add more value big, big, uh, after thinking about it. Um, if it's not so much traffic, let's say if per day people are five people are replying, uh, I can think more about it. If not, if it's not so fast. Okay. Okay. So it's really depend on the people you're talking with. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and um, what I find is um, I have little difficulty to think about whom did I already ask what, right? Yeah. If you if you contact a lot of people <laughs> after a while, you get a little confused and think, yeah. did I meet them already? Didn't I meet them? Um, and even if I see them in my DMs, uh, I forgot in which state I was. Uh, did I already uh, ask them for this or for that? Or did I propose my idea or didn't yeah. I do that yet? And uh, yeah. were the, did they agree or did they deny? So um, this is what I'm currently building uh, a feature like a little small CRM uh, for okay. Twitter. Inside where, get the audience? Uh, yeah, inside get the audience. Oh, that's really cool. That, that keeps Later. track for for this for me yeah it's uh, kind of a crm like basically on twitter when you it's really like a crm tool you need but apply to twitter so <laughs> that's really interesting that you're building something like that uh, yeah really interesting yeah. Uh, returning to uh, to your audience um in pre-covid times there were conferences uh where people went um these days we have virtual virtual conferences like um on Zoom or in, in Discord or in Slack or whatever. Yeah. Um, do you know some, some examples uh, where the SaaS people would go? Uh, a tool that I figured out on Twitter that is getting a lot of traction, I think, or maybe because I'm following those person, but it's a Versal and uh, they are developing well Versal and Next.js. Mm -hmm. And 
every time I go on Twitter, I see something about them. They oh. like uh, like the past month they were like not acquired. Well, they 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 how can I say that they go take some employee from big company or like the last one they take uh, the founder of uh, Turbo Repo and it was the I think it's the last guy they take. Well, well, basically to answer your question at first, uh, yeah. So I. Uh, and Versal are good in the developer community and the SaaS yeah, founder and yeah. most SaaS founder are going to this, uh, to their platform, I think. So uh, like two, one month ago, I don't remember correctly, but yeah, they were at, they were having the conference called uh, NextJSConf. Oh. It was in November, I think. And yeah, there's a lot of people attending this, but I don't know if at, before pre-COVID it was in person. I think Versal was, uh, they were less in the, in the shadow. There were yeah. a lot of people uh, talking about them, but uh, yeah, now they've done a conference through uh, Zoom. I no, it was not well a, a web platform, and yeah. it's kind of cool. But uh, for me, as if I go more to just to make the comparison, like when I went to uh, the conference from uh, Apple in 2016, it was like really interesting. Like like to be in the in the room and applaud. It's like yeah. all this kind of uh, vibe that's going on. It's I think it's difficult to replicate into uh, into virtual conference. So was i think it's different but well we need to do this because we don't have any other options so that's really cool yeah <laughs> there's those events are still happening but uh yeah and like i think to go back to your question like SaaS developer going to versal because they have like a really good free tier and they are really focusing on developer experience so mm. i think they are gathering those kind of people in their event uh, watching to them to be like excited about the new feature they're releasing and creating a hype on Twitter also, and uh, building the audience, I think. So, ah. yeah. so this could also be an, an idea to follow, to look who follows Vercel, who, who follows Next.js. Uh, I'm using Next.js as well for, yeah. for my front end mm -hmm. and my website. So um, okay. yeah, um, maybe SaaS founders also hang out where Next.js is offering something. Yeah, that's something I did not think about like to go see the follower from bigger account and see yeah. something I, I did not think about, but might seem like a good idea. Like you, because if people like me are following Versal, like if me are following Versal, there's must be a lot of other people in the, in the sim situation similar to me, like for following Versal and that those kind of people I'm interesting to talk about. So yeah, that's kind of a really good suggestion, like to, 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 to engage with people that have the same interests as me. That's like, right. Basically. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. And how, how about competitors? Recently, I was searching for um, some, somebody said, I want to uh, build a new video uh, platform. And I says, hey, you want to compete with Zoom? No, no, Zoom, uh, all the people are complaining about Zoom, so I want to make it better. I said, what? Okay. Um, and I did a simple search of searching for people who have pain with, with Zoom, right? So I did yeah. a search, uh, search people who talk to Zoom using the words pain, frustration, uh, disappointed, um, something like that, all these negative things. And really people, uh, uh, some tweets were, were showing up. Uh, saying, oh, this doesn't work, that doesn't work. So um, also a competitor search could be an option to think about which other feedback tools are on the market. And maybe there are some tool, some feedback tools who are, who are a little older um, and where people start, start to have problems with. 
Um, so if anybody is, is commenting negatively about a competitor of yours, this mm. would be an opportunity for you to say, hey, maybe they have overlooked something. Maybe I can do something special uh, to be better than mm. them. This yeah, that's could true. also be an idea. Okay, like okay, like do competitor search. Yeah, that might be a, a good idea too because you can see why people are complaining. And if I already have a solution, well, that's good. And other yeah. than that, I can like think about it and say, oh, I should build this feature because a lot of people, if I'm able to go take like one person of those people that are complaining, that's kind of good too. So yeah. yeah. And also those kind of things, like you said on Twitter, so that's the same strategy. You'd reply to them, DM and engage with them later. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, there are lots yeah. of opportunities there because um, especially with older companies, they they have been become tied to a certain market. They are doing things in a certain way and um, fresh people like you who come new into a market, they can think differently. Uh, the, the older guys cannot because they have to move all their people around. Yeah. Right? This yeah, doesn't work. The, the velocity is different from those company with mine. So, yeah. I remember uh, um, Jira and, and Trello, for example. Yeah. Jira was the big one, the established, the elephant, and Trello was the new one. And suddenly Trello was, hey, they were going faster. And after a while, Jira acquired them for, I think, 400 million bucks. So yeah. this is a pretty substantial <laughs> amount pretty of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> So maybe if you can poke your competitors enough, maybe they will buy hey, you. You have 400 million for me. Yeah. <laughs> maybe not 400, but yeah. This will and be good. Yeah, you. I, I've realized while talking money, uh, another thing I think a lot of people as a developer or founder are having a look at on Twitter, it's uh, Miko Acquire. Yeah. You know mm -hmm. what Miko Acquire is. So I think that's another audience that I can like to apply the same strategy as we talked before, like those people are building a SaaS and they're planning to sell their SaaS and mm -hmm. their SaaS after. Mm -hmm. So basically there are people like me, SaaS developers, SaaS founder, uh, <laughs> any, any name they call themselves, but after that they plan to sell. So if they're following Miko Acquire, I think that's, um, like I'm following them. So that's kind of people yeah. too that are in the same uh, interest as me. So Miko Acquire too, it's a good come, uh, yeah. <laughs> Interesting, micro acquire. Yeah, I, I wasn't following them yet uh, because I thought, <laughs> oh, uh, let's wait until my, my system does something meaningful <laughs> and then uh, I can think about the things like these. Um, I, I also need some, some really um, uh, more uh, MRR or annual revenue yeah. to, to uh, think about. Yeah, b before I can I can sell yeah. the business for. A... They release a tool. Uh, I don't I don't know if it's a new tool or not, but it's called Micro uh, Micro MRR, ah. and that's really cool because it automatically connect to your Stripe account, and on that can show you what is the average that you could sell your application. So oh, give you an example of my application with 10 MRR by month. It suggests with the churn I have and all this kind of stuff, but that might be like biased uh, uh, false data because like I'm like two months old, so <laughs> they all yeah. have a lot of data to have a look to, like the churn retention and all this kind of stuff. I have any uh, no data with that, but it will be able to estimate your application what is the average price. So, for example, for me, they told me 
I could be able, well, I could, it's not, a, it's not, an, yeah, it's uh, not certain, yeah. <laughs> but between a, an hundred sixty-seven and 400, something like that. So that's the price they gave me and it's really cool. That's another tool really cool, like to get an estimation of your SaaS valuation. So if you ah. eventually plan to sell, oh, maybe I can sell in between $200 and yeah, so that's cool. <laughs> Interesting. What, um... I, I always thought that uh, a good estimate would be three times um, annual revenue, for example. If you have uh, 10 bucks a month, it's 120 yeah. uh, per year. Um, it makes three times, so 360 per, uh, yeah, uh, for exactly. the purchase price. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's the simple formula. But be, behind that, what you're doing is like with the churn and all this kind of stuff, you're yeah. gathering more data. But yeah, yeah. The, easy, uh, the easy way to calculate, that's what I was doing like, uh, like you just told, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, to uh, to get to the future a little bit, what do you think uh, if feedback um, farm really takes off? Where where do you want to be? Where can you be? Uh, where, where can you imagine that you are one year one year from now or two years from now? Hmm. That's a really good question. <laughs> I did not think about <laughs> this at first, but let me just follow up like currently i have a day-to-day -day job that i'm really enjoying and really mm -hmm. like liking so i'm planning to stay there for uh for the couple next year of course so what i'm trying to do is what i would like to do with feedback farm is yeah for of course if tomorrow morning the app scale to a thousand users maybe it's got my answer is going to be different but as of now <laughs> with two users uh, i'm continue I, i'm planning to continue on growing this user base of course because that's that's what i like of course yeah and to be able like i i i, I like what can i tell this like if in a year what i would like to do in 2022 my goal on twitter should be like I want to do, for example, a thousand ARR, maybe something like that. So mm -hmm. uh, a thousand per year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a thousand a year, maybe, or something like that. So I don't want to make a lot of, well, if I make a lot of money with that, I would be happier. You wouldn't <laughs> protest, right? <laughs> no, that's right. But my, it's not my, I'm not doing this to live. So that's okay for me if the app is not going well or is going well. Well, I, <laughs> yeah. I want the app to go well, but it's not going to be my, 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 my life will not end if they have fail or something like that. Yeah. And yeah. of course, I'm going to the goal to make money with that and to scale normally. So uh, I would like to be able to bootstrap the app uh -huh. and to gather a lot of uh, money from that. And of course, the app to be running by himself, uh, by himself. <laughs> the app running itself and to gather like money on the side. So it's going to be like more for me, it's more on um, side money, if I can say. It's on my primary income, so side income for my Yeah, yeah. So my goal of that, so, but if you ask me directly the question, what is your goal in next year? And I don't have a direct answer, but uh, to get like, at first my goal was to make uh, $1 a year, uh, in 2021. Yeah. So now my next goal that I've put on me in my Twitter bio is to make uh, 20 and her her. And um, I'm not mm -hmm. able to say MRR correct. I, I'm saying correct. MRR, yeah. <laughs> My French accent is not happy with <laughs> MRR. Uh, but yeah, so I think like for me, a really interesting goal is, I think it's to make an unread MR hearts uh, by the end of the year uh, of next year. So in 2022, if I make an hundred dollar a month, I'm gonna like, that's my, my goal for next year. If I can, okay. I 
So if I do this, it's gonna bring me like like you say, uh, an hundred a month. It's gonna be like a thousand, two hundred, something like that. Yeah. So uh, I will be more than happier to have it. If it's it's a bigger number, well, I will be happier. <laughs> but if I put myself, I think it's a reasonable goal because I want to put like some reasonable goal. So as of right now, my current MR is like ten dollar a month. Yeah. And on my Twitter by Twitter bio, it said twenty MR is the goal. So when the 20 will be reached, I'm gonna probably jump this limit to 40. And when the 40 mm -hmm. is reached, I'm 60, 80, 100. Yeah. <laughs> I, because I, I see a lot of people doing like, not $20 jump, but more like my goal is 10,000 by the end of the year or something like that. I yeah. think it's really cool to have those kind of though. But in my situation, like I'm doing this on my on my time during the, uh, <laughs> in the evening, uh, yeah and then the spare time yeah yeah exactly the spare time correct yeah so it's not something like i can't if i say i want to do ten thousand a month like of course if i'm doing this on my day-to-day -day job maybe that's something i can do but in my current situation i don't think it's reasonable to say that and maybe tomorrow we'll say another thing but as of right now my current goal for 2021 like if i do a uh, 100 mhr a month well 100 mhr uh, I'm gonna pray. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be uh, really happy. So I think I just figure out my goal with you right now. <laughs> Next yeah. year I want to do another uh, a year uh, a month, and that's gonna be my goal. <laughs> wow. So maybe I can play my uh, Twitter bio like to to instead of twenty, I can just say, oh, my goal is hundred uh, a month by the end of twenty twenty two. So yeah, yeah, I think I'm going to do that after the show. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Um, I, I'm a little about... Uh, yeah. Sorry? No, I was going to say you bring a really interesting thought in my mind. My mind is like, oh, what do I need to do? Blah, blah, blah. I'm taking yeah, that's my good. computer. So that's really interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole point of these coaching calls to inspire people <laughs> and to, to uh, make them uh, able to act more. Yeah, that's. Uh, I want you to succeed. Absolutely. That's cool. <laughs> nice. So I was very happy you were here today with me. Um, uh, you bring so such a good sense of humor into the conversation. I really enjoyed it. And I wish you very much success with uh, with Feedback Farm, Charles Vie. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed joining you in your, uh, your episode. So uh, we'll, we'll keep in touch. <laughs>This will help other founders or creators to find this podcast about developing an audience for their product or service. Thank you very much for listening and see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.